Welcome to Why Not, a podcast by SA Winos for our monthly wine club members. We are going to be continuing our journey through Shiraz in this episode with a celebration of ancestry. <laughs> uh, this is a Christina wine, the Heritage Collection Shiraz from 2017, uh, a Van Lua Estates wine. So I'm excited, obviously, about this. This is one of our favorites here in our house. Uh, and uh, to get us going through this wine, I'm going to kick it over to Francois. Francois? Hey, Brian. Yeah, we're really excited. The Van range has just been, you know, so consistent, so solid, great winery. Um, obviously, a winery that's been in relatively the same family since the late 1600s, um, dealing with just legacy winemakers, um, making wonderful wines. Shiraz, as we stated on the previous cast, right, it's a very traditional single varietal in South Africa. Even though most of it gets used for blending, um, we do uh, we do a lot of the single varietal bottles. Actually, it's 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 a staple for um, any sort of gamey dishes that we serve at the table. If I guess if we're out of pinotage, we'll serve a Shiraz. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, delicious wine. Um, kind of a fun fact about Christina, and I know we attempted to tell it. We'll I guess attempt to retell it. Um, the the um you want me you want me i got this i've been practicing yeah, go ahead okay so uh christina van lufren arrived at the cape of good hope in 1699 she had a descendant who married into the retief family in 1937 uh and they persuaded this gentleman uh to rename their farm van lufren okay so that's how the van lufren name comes through and Today, the third generation of Retief cousins are heading one of South Africa's leading wineries, and Christina's bridal chest is still the centerpiece in the tasting room. This celebrates ancestry and honors both remarkable women. Uh, Christina Van Leeuwenhoek, uh, circa 1699, and her descendant, Jean Van Ziel. I'm hoping I pronounced that correctly. Uh, yeah, that's, that's correct. Uh, in Afrikaans, we would pronounce it fun sale. Okay, there we go. It sounds way more official. Van Ziel is how you would say it in English. That's yeah, right. no, it sounds like Jean, Jean Van Ziel is actually a member of Leonard Skinner. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so, no, it's better. Um, I guess what the, what they state this, this wine goes well with, which I, I think we can attest to, um, is your it's, – it's all on the gamey end of the spectrum. So rust, roast duck – like a lamb, veal tenderloin, all stuff that has a little bit more of a gamey flavor. Um, it's, I should have looked at the Misha. I can't recall. I will, I'll look that up. But um, this was aged uh, in uh, French oak for 14 months. 30% of the aging took place in French new oak. Uh, so I think I'd be interested to see if we taste more oak or less oak in this kind of what it does to the flavor profile um but yeah with that being said we're also going to as we had uh done on the last cast taste the van lufren with dark chocolate so this is a 73 and a half percent dark chocolate um out of fredericksburg it's from the El Rey Chocolate Company. If you've ever driven on 290 in Fredericksburg, there is this big sign. And I know 
Avery knows about the big sign because she wanted to stop there. Mm-hmm. It says free chocolate tastings. Mm, that's how they uh, get you. Now, we're not getting paid for this, but I would highly <laughs> recommend stopping there. It is delicious, delicious chocolate. So, <laughs> so y'all are ta- while y'all taste that and uh, pair it with the with the Christina Shiraz. Um, I'm going to ask Avery to describe kind of what she's tasting in this wine. Um, first, I want to say I, there has not been a Van Leeuwen wine that I have been disappointed in yet. This is fantastic. I love it. Um, really, like it smells very juicy to me. And that's almost the taste that I expect. It's a little mellower than I was anticipating. But I will say, or I should say a little less acidic than I was anticipating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, I think this would be fantastic wow. with venison. Ooh. I think it would just like, oh, that would be the ultimate meal. I I love this wine. <laughs> uh, when you said, uh, you said uh, new oak, I was kind of hesitant. I was like, Ugh, might be too much. It might be like kind of uh, sawdusty coming through here. Uh, but it's 14 months. This wine mellowed very nicely. Mm-hmm. It's also been in the bottle. This is a 2017 um, uh, bottling. This wine is mellowed fantastically. Like this is, you pour this for somebody. I I don't want to say that you're wrong for saying when you run out of Pinotage, you pour Shiraz. Uh, this is up there with some of the better Pinotages that you've poured for us, Francois. Yes. This is f- a phenomenal wine. Really good. Uh, like when... Uh, I say the term dusty, uh, like it, it has a dusty note on top of it. It may be kind of what Avery was talking about in the last, in the last tasting of a kind of a book, but this is like that dusty leather note that you look for mm-hmm. in like a really good, uh, like high oaked wine this is very, very good. Yeah. I think, I think it has a subtleness about it that you're not expecting when you smell it. Um, when you smell it, you expect something to just, smack you in the face like it's right. going to be an intense red but it comes across very very gentle mm. you know it's yeah. it is dry but it's not it's not by any means super dry um it has subtle fruits but it's not overly fruity um it has some leathery earthy elements to it but again very much balanced um to me yeah this is I'll be honest. This is my first time trying this. I did, didn't even get to try it at the uh, at the wine tasting when we uh, did the wine club launch uh, for the Shiraz month. Now, Allie and Randy, what do you think of it? And then I do have some news to share about this wine um, afterwards. So, Allie, what what do you think about it? I like it a lot. Again, it's it's kind of licorice maybe? Oh, yeah, yep. that's a good description. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, it's good. Uh, I would say probably what I was thinking was more savory than sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I want to put my pinky up, I would say uh, umami. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. <laughs> if I wanted to put my pinky up. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, like, my first, the first taste I had of this, like, it got, like, buttery. Like there was a yeah. butter note in there that was really nice. I wasn't expecting it in the in I, red I think, wine. I, I, I now that he said umami, there's if you've ever had good cream of mushroom, yeah, yeah, that butteriness. It's yep. not butter. 
No, like, but it's, it's like got, a cream... it's got its own creaminess to it. That's that's the way I think of it. It's it, it's almost like a good cream of mushroom roux type deal. Like it's yeah. like a gravy. Like when she said, yeah, like, like good gravy. That's why it complements meat so well. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. Oh, uh, dude. You know what? Well, we've unlocked it tonight. <clears throat> we go ahead. And we'll, you know, I'll I'll email Van Loo from the states after this. I'll let them know that we've described it perfectly, and they can check out this podcast. They can. There's no need to even bother. Yeah. Don't let me put my picture on the bottlenecks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you for that. Actually, can we talk about that, Francois? We've talked about Christina wines. Uh, our house loves Christina wines. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and we finally get to see the the woman, the myth, the legend. Christina on the bottle, albeit a like I don't know, just a just a profile pose mm-hmm. in silver. Yeah, I think this was a portrait that was painted of her when she was alive. I mean, like you're, you're going to need to up the megapixels, my guy. We need to get a, a clearer picture of this. <laughs> see, see her better. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it might just be because it got. I don't, did you put yours in the fridge as well? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think I think our bottles sweat a little bit more than I thought it would. So now I just have this silver silhouette of Christina. But yeah, yeah I mean, she seemed to have a good jawline. Yeah. <laughs> Strong jawline. Great head of hair. She's like Victorian. <laughs> Very uh, Victorian. Yeah. I didn't know where to side for that's yeah, yeah. correct. So, okay. Side of a coin. But I, I hate I, to I, see I, what her right side of the face looks like because it could be a disaster. <laughs> we don't know. I do have some news to share about this Okay, for those who enjoy this wine. Um, we are very low of inventory on this wine. So if it's at all something you might want an additional bottle of, definitely, definitely contact us soon. Ask us to hold some back for you or uh, purchase it online because it's it will be gone by the end of this month, no doubt. So I think we I think currently we have two or three cases left. Six packs. That's what they come up. So not a lot of wine, but I wanted to share it for those who listen to the podcast. So they have first dibs and they're not surprised when we're out. I mean, phenomenal. This, this one might be my favorite of the last few, few months, honestly. All right. Uh, this was a fantastic wine. Yeah. I, so, it's fantastic. So a quick trick that I want everybody to do, pour a little bit of the, the, the uh, Shiraz field Atlas is next, which is why I almost mentioned that. Um, Put it just a little bit, and you want to put your glass on the side. You can. Okay, and you want to swirl it. Just roll it on the counter. Okay. <laughs> so it's like a, it's like what they do with cognac or brandy. And the reason I want you to do it is because the nose that opens up is more. It's more pronounced because it's covering the entire glass. Mm. Um, it's like and a, it's a good trick. If, if you're if you're having trouble smelling a ton of stuff in the wine, try mm. try covering the, um, the inside of the glass with the wine a little bit more. Can I give you another sure. trick? Sure. sure. So sure. Um, if you have wine, obviously if you have a smaller glass, like a tasting glass, mm-hmm. um, put your the palm of your hand over right. the opening swirl the heck out of it get it going and then just peek up your hand and have a sniff in there um it works a lot better with with uh effervescent and uh, carbonated beverages but it still works the same trick where you're releasing a lot more of the a lot of the nose 
uh, but you're trapping it in the glass. Works better with when you have, you know, larger liquid to glass volume than what we currently have in our tasting glasses or in our full size wine glasses. But, but after doing that, I feel like this would go well with some cheeses too. Like, like agree. I, I I thought you were good. I thought you said Cheez-Its. And I was about to have yes, a only there. the only classiest, yeah, yeah like, the white cheddar kind. I'm not are, are a monster. You the white cheddar, or are you yeah. thinking more of the classic fake American cheese? Oh no, yeah. for sure the white cheddar because yeah. we're high class. We've, we're classy. We've already we've already discussed. We were pinky out drinking this. <laughs> that's right. Once you say the word umami, we, that's not something you get in the New York Times wine club. No, too. we're we're no longer in the food and drink category. We're in the culinary arts category that's of podcasts correct. at this that's point. Correct. Yeah, so I, I think it opens up. You you smell more after doing that. So for the for the listeners at home, all we did is pour a small tasting into a wine glass, and you literally use you know the wine glass tipped over on a table, and you just roll it to coat the inside. Um, you can obviously do what Brian was telling you to do as well. That's a very good way to do it. It's not as cool, but. No. Well, um, when you have a glass that, uh, if you turn it on its side, the wine's just going to pour out of these glasses. So I had to talk Avery out of doing that. She was <laughs> bound and determined just to get more wine in her glass. I think that's what it boiled down to. So, yeah, I mean, that, that kind of does it for the Van Leeuwen. I think, well, quickly, let's let's dark chocolate, yay or nay with that one? Yeah. It's, it's, they both felt like bolder on their own, but together, like, they kind of just went right together. Yeah, worked really well. It's hard to think of something that dark chocolate wouldn't go well with, but uh, well, okay. Thanks for ro- steamrolling <laughs> over that, Mary. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. But, uh, Thank you. That being said, it, it stood out amongst uh, its peers. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's awesome. Yeah, dark chocolate's always good with red wine. It really the bolder reds. It does not work very well with Pinot Noir. <laughs> we'll test it. I've tried it. Don't do it. Uh, well, Francois, you've already told us uh, if you want more of this Christina Shiraz, act now. Go to sawinos.com, place your order, or uh, visit the warehouse in South Austin. Um, but if they ha- want more information about uh, the wine club, where can y- our listeners go? Yeah, sure. So uh, for the wine club, go to sawinos.com. We got three, six, twelve bottle subscriptions, either monthly, every other month, or once a quarter. Uh, we do have non-resident and resident subscriptions. So if you're in Texas, just make sure you select the resident. Uh, you'll save a bit on shipping. If you're the non-resident, the reason the price is different is because of shipping. Uh, so join the wine club. You'll get the next month's shipment, which is kind of up in the air, but there are some very interesting... There might be some Spanish or French wines in next month. We'll see. We'll see. But... It's going to depend on some shipping uh, uh, logistics, but that's the hope is for September that we have um, some Mediterranean wines to share as well. So um, if you want more information about Misha, about uh, Christina, about the Field Atlas that we're going to taste next, we have all of the um, kind of high level notes uh, on the product descriptions for these items. Uh, or good places to go always go go to the vineyard websites they've got very good uh, detailed fact sheets on all of their wines um which really we review and then kind of give you guys the highlights on the podcast so if you want more information those are those are great places to go as we alluded to earlier (laughs) we will be tasting the field atlas on the next episode can't wait to have you on that one